Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me, my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. Yellow. And Jehu. I, I like I got top billing on the on the there radio. You <laughs> there you go. What, what do we got for news there, Ian? Uh, yeah, so um, a bunch of cool stuff. Some stuff, you know, trailers from the Super Bowl and some some general news. Um, the first thing is Taron Edgerton is going to star in a Little Shop of Horrors reboot, which is he's he just won the Golden Globe for Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. And, you know, he's been in the Kingsman movies. Um, I don't know if he's not in the next one though, because that's a prequel. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I like you know he's in Eddie the Eagle. Um, so I don't know this movie though. I oh, know you, you you're familiar with it. Friggin' love Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Uh, it's one the music's great and this just like the whole setting scenery. It's What's the concept? Because I really have no idea. Was this on our cult classics list? It should have. It should have been. Been. been if we yeah. didn't. Um, it is about a guy by the name of Seymour. And he's in love with a girl named Audrey, who also works in the plant shop. And he uh, is just a nobody. And one day, uh, there's a eclipse. And he's at this, like, exotic plant store. And he finds this thing that he thinks is, like, a really cool-looking Venus flytrap. But it's actually an alien. And it eats people. Uh. And uh, he uses that to win over the love of his life. Hmm. But, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a dark comedy. The, yeah. uh, the original had Rick Moranis and Steve Martin in it. Yeah. Uh, um, Bill Murray's got a great cameo yeah. in it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, we'll look out for that. Um, and it's a remake of, like, a 60s film, but this is the, the 80s version's a right, and there musical. Was, there's been various musicals. Yeah. I think Jonathan Groff starred at, uh, in a review yeah. of it recently. I think he's, yeah. Of Mindhunter's fame. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lots of fame, I would yeah. say. Well, Probably Frost more. <laughs> <laughs> but Taron would be a good choice for Seymour. Yeah. Taron's a good choice for a lot of things. I think he's yeah. pretty versatile with what he's done. You know, he could pull all, he could be James Bond and then he could play like, you know, a Stephen Hawking kind of nerdier type. Mm. He could do a little bit of everything. So uh the next thing is the they're gonna do a sounds like a reboot of Transformers. And it sounds like there's two scripts in development. I yeah. hear one two is different films, two think. different films, and it sounds like it's going to break off and be its own thing. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I think so. We're going to get a Bumblebee sequel, which is kind of surprising because the first one didn't do great. No, okay. I think it still yeah. turned a profit. I didn't hear that one. I heard the Beast Wars. So one. And they're, they're going to do they're going to do two. The rumor is there's a Bumblebee sequel. And then there's going to do a full Transformers reboot where they're going to do, yeah, Beast Wars, which was not a good cartoon. It's not. It's, it's one of those things that for, for like you and me specifically, yeah. like, and probably you, it's, it's about that age where like the, the Transformers that was on TV. That was our Transformers. Was Beast yeah. Wars. Yeah. And I loved the fuck out of that. And it was the first show that streaming ruined for me. Right. Because when they put it on Netflix, it's like, oh, yeah, this shit was dope. And then I started watching, and I'm like, two episodes is like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it is terrible. It's, it's nigh unwatchable. I mean, the thing is, it's a whole lot better than the original Transformers show as far as writing and story, mm-hmm. and it's still terrible. And that said, being said, I watch the original Transformers show all the time just to watch robots turn into cars. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if there's... It's weird because it does have Beast Wars does have this really devoted fan base. I just don't know if there's enough of them to really. Do you guys remember the sequel one where like Megatron? They went back to Cybertron yes. and they were like actually animals. Yeah, like not just robots that looked like animals. <laughs> right. That one was real dark and weird. Right. If I remember it correctly, um, I don't know how you make this a movie. Uh, yeah. 
Although, one hand, I'm super excited about a Bumblebee uh, sequel. Yeah. I fucking loved Bumblebee. Well, I, and I like the aesthetic a lot in yeah. Bumblebee. Like, if you, if that was our new starting point for mm. our Transformers franchise, yeah. like, the G1 version of Optimus looks badass on right. screen. Uh, I liked keeping Bumblebee the Volkswagen. Like the, the thing with Bumblebee was, like, the action was so much better than the Michael Bay ones, which yes. are, like, quick-cutting shots, and you can't tell what's going on. I remember in Bumblebee, there's, like, you know, one the, the Septicon's an airplane, and he's fighting, like, Bumblebee, and it, you could tell... Like where he transformed, mm. it was like so much more clear. Well, because it's, in either it's the just CGI smaller scope. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And and less is more sometimes. I mean, you already got huge transformer robots. Do you need six on six? Like yeah. even if you do a one on one, you can make it super cool. Yeah. Well, and also Bumblebee just had more of an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Like I would yeah. have cared if Bumblebee died in that movie. Where multiple times Transformers died jazz. in those movies, and just nobody gives a fuck. Like yeah, after yeah, oh jazz, <laughs> like he's only been in two pieces. I feel like if I was like six, that would be fucking disturbing. Yeah, he just ripped that dude apart. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I bet only one of these gets made though. Yeah. Transformers and unfortunately I think it'll be the Beast Wars one yeah. that sucks because <laughs> Bumblebee didn't really make a lot of money I don't think I think and like yeah. it did okay but it wasn't there definitely yeah. is heavy nostalgia there, in the right the right market for Beast Wars I think that that would and, lean heavily in its favor and Michael Bay's ruined it I mean they've gotten diminishing returns mm-hmm. yeah since like the second one I will say so that like there's like again the story of that show is incomprehensible but there is one transformation of Gorilla Optimus where he has, like, a fucking hoverboard for no reason. Yep. And that was super dope. <laughs> <laughs> so if they bring that in, I'm game. I, I, I think I think that shows like that make good writers when they grow up. Because I know watching Transformers as a kid, like, watching them now, I realize that as a kid, I was just writing patches to right. make yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit make, make good. sense. Yeah. Uh, the next thing is Hamilton. Uh, Disney's going to release the, the movie. And I can't... Is it... It's, it's a, gonna be original cast, but is it gonna be a, like a recording of the performance? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that what, is that what it is? A live recording of the Broadway musical. Okay, oh, so dope. it's gonna be official. I thought it, they were saying the original cast in a movie setting, but it's mm. gonna be in at the theater. The, okay, yeah. And I think that I mean, from what everyone says, is it's great and it's still selling out. So I mean, that'll probably do well. Yeah, I mean, it's still like the number one show on Broadway right now, and uh, I, I'm a huge fan of the music of Hamilton. And I'm a huge fan of musicals in general. I it's, think this is the way to do it. It's that rap music that you know. It is that rap music. That, that, that's what like that he's popular. Eighty? Like how are you older than me? Uh, that but rap like, music. In the Heights is the other one that's coming out right now. That's yeah. correct, but that's an actual movie. Yeah. Yeah. But you also Lin Manuel. Same kind of format. You know what I mean? Yeah. Written by the same dude. That's yeah. why. And he's in Mary Poppins, so he's kind of yeah. in the Disney family. He's, well, he's writing the new the new music for the new. Little Mermaid. Interesting. And he wrote the music for Moana. A lot of good things that guy's done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, next is Owen Wilson cast in... Weird news. Yeah, in the, in the weirdest MCU casting since Christian Bale. Um, Loki. Really wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I know, that's what I mean. Um, he's cast in a Loki Disney Plus series. Um, any thoughts on that? I mean, what do you guys think? Oh, wow. Well... Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean... Um, Someone had to do it. Uh-huh. My, my views on this is... I, it's hard to really talk about what I think the casting is without talking about the Super Bowl trailer, so I'll just go ahead and get into that. Uh, the big thing at the end of the Super Bowl trailer is Loki's in a jumpsuit a pris- that looks like a prison jumpsuit, and he says this line of, I'm going to burn this place to the ground, like Loki would. But he has a, a logo on his shirt that says TVA, Mm-hmm. And that's not the Tennessee Valley Association. That is the Time Variance Authority. And that's a great a, name. Man, it, and it's really like 
there was like a comic in joke that they built an even more comic book in joke out of when the Time Variance Authority. Because mm-hmm. this character shows up in an issue of Thor who's basically like, uh, you know, kind of taking a, a dig at sort of Judge Dredd slash DC's Peacemaker. And he casually mentions something called the Time Variance Authority. Well, later it shows up in Thor, and it's basically exactly like, you know the second season premiere of uh, Rick and Morty where they've broken time and the Keegan Key's nutsack guy shows Mm up? Uh, It's exactly that. So there's a few guys that come from that that I could see Owen Wilson being. First of all, well, just in general, the Time Variance Authority was like, uh, there was these agents in it that were sort of like men in black agents and they were all the same guy and they were all drawn to look like a specific Marvel editor who was like who was like the continuity guy at Marvel. So um, so he could very well be that guy, which means he would pay like, play like hundreds of people. Uh, there's the initial, the Judge Dredd type character I talked up, uh, Justice Peace's name. He could, and Judge Peace is... Like, sort of this ridiculous caricature of, like, you know, the 80s tough guy, take no prisoners type guy. So, he could easily be that guy. And there's also, like, this, who's not in the Time Variance Authority, but Marvel has this Doctor Who knockoff character that I can't remember his name, but I know there's some stories of his that play into the Time Variance Authority that he could very well be that guy, too. And all three of those things, like could be played for laughs and could be Owen Wilson. Yeah. All I think this really tells us is that we have no idea what this show is going to be. No, but obviously See, they're going for the more comedic tone here. Yeah. See, I think it's the first thing that really gives me an idea of yeah. what it is going to be. Yeah. Because, go ahead. No, no, I think, I think that the, he, these guys are going to come in, and he sounds to me like the, the clone guy. I think, right. Owen, I think that's played for laughs, and Owen right. Wilson probably has, like, he's probably ruling under the justice of the you know justice piece, and he's got a million Owen Wilsons. It's kind of like his men in black. I, I like the idea of like happy-go-lucky middle management Owen Wilson coming in to you know confront right. Loki, who's like yeah. super serious right. and Shakespearean language, like trying it's, to take over the fucking world. And you know, at every turn, Owen Wilson just just like thwarting him and foiling all of his plots. And because he did break time, you know yeah. what I mean. So it makes sense out of Endgame, and it makes me like Endgame a little more that. This makes this is like I can get behind this. There's some repercussions for like the time travel. That's kind of what I I, yeah. I was thinking. Like at the end of it, if they kind of left the time thing a mess, and I think we talked about it at the time. It's like, did they leave it a mess because it was just lazy, or are they left in a mess so they can do stories about the mess? Yep. And I think that's what it is. Yep, and I think Doctor Strange, you know, the, the multiverse of madness. I mean. It does make me if they do good stuff with this time travel issue, it will retroactively make me like Endgame more. Yeah, I just think this show is going to be zany and weird. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't, you know, I, I think the tone you'll get. I don't even know it'll be the same as Ragnarok. I just feel like it's going to be really different than anything we've seen so far from I, that character and from this universe. Right. It sounds like Doctor Who because I think they cast a girl as like the female lead, and it's probably those two traveling through time and ch- getting chased by Owen Wilson. I mean, you know, and I—that I, sounds cool to me. Tom you know Hiddleston what I mean? would make a good Doctor Who. He would. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people wanted him to be yeah. Doctor Who. So we'll see. Um, and then that kind of ties into you know we start that that was part with the Super Bowl trailers. We yep. kind of want to transition to, and you know we're already talking about the Disney Plus one. Anything else that stands out to you God, guys? God, WandaVision looks bonkers. I love it. It, it does. It so, looks yeah. crazy. If Loki looks zany and weird, this looks dark and weird. You know? Oh, it's definitely going to be dark. And I'm super down for it. Definitely, those two cribs. If Wanda has kids in the MCU, that shit is on because, like, 
Like Wanda having kids in you know Marvel comics takes some real dark fucking turns. So uh, so and you know it, but it could also branch out to some cool things. So yeah, I I liked the look of this a lot. The, the the aesthetics clearly immediately I was like Brady Bunch you know Roseanne like you can totally see like where they're going with it mm-hmm. seems very stylized which I, I think is cool I immediately went to Full House which yep. her yeah. sisters yeah. were in yeah uh, right I yeah there's lo- no way that's not a reference yeah, in yeah. absolutely I also love that they did the you know comic accurate old school costume in mm-hmm. there um, you know of the three of them. I liked all the stuff from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was just the other two were more far interesting. more interesting. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah sure. for sure. And I mean, I was reading about it today, and it's only six WandaVision, which makes me think it's going to be like a good story. Right. There's no filler, like, you know, it's going to be legit. They're trying to tell, a, a, you know, a contained, they have a good idea. Yeah, six is a good number. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then, you know, I saw U.S. Agent. I think he's like, looked like he was marching onto a football field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his costume looked pretty cool. So. We'll see. Um, it looks like the Captain America costume mixed with some of the aesthetic they did for Iron Patriot. That's mm-hmm. what... Yep. The only thing I was nervous about, you know, when I watched it with Joseph Live, is that like they didn't date anything, which makes me and for the Super Bowl, I just ad, said coming soon. Yeah, you think they would have dated one of them on a? That makes me think it's far away. I think. Yeah. I think if you date one. I think it creates the challenge of separating, differentiating the, all three. Since you package them together, yeah. you avoid the confusion and not date any of it. Yeah, right. that makes sense. So um, I'm excited for it, though. It's um, still a lot of money to pay for a coming soon. <laughs> oh, agreed. Disney can afford it, though. Fine. <laughs> That's, yeah, they own the world. Uh, Top Gun. Would you? I mean... It's a cool trailer. I think we've all we're all pretty positive on this. Yeah. Which, if you told me a long time ago that they were making a sequel, I didn't think we would be positive right. on it. I can't remember if we've officially <laughs> confirmed before this that it's Goose's son, but it's definitely yeah. Goose's son. It, this does confirm that <laughs> yeah. he's Goose's son, and he looks like Goose and Rooster. I guess it's another bird call sign, so that yeah. should have been a clue. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'm really excited. I know it, it, yeah. it looks pretty good. Yeah, I I think I, I like Tom Cruise a lot now. So. And I, I kind of like Miles. This is going to turn me on Miles Teller, I think. God, give me a mustache. I, like- uh, I, don't, know. I don't know if we're going to go that far. <laughs> um, so we'll see about that. Uh, Mulan, which, that talk about bananas. This look bananas. Like, there's witches and people running up walls, and she's, like, kicking arrows out with a backflip. But I'm into it. I'm and here. there kind of hadn't been much, like, indication it was going. It seemed like it was going to be more grounded yes. before this. Yeah, the I think we kind of have seen the witch stuff in a little bit, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, But yeah, it did feel not. I'm still really excited for this movie, but they wanted to make a more faithful, you know, retelling than the. I'm on board with that. I think that's great. But now you're including like a witch who can turn into a falcon and people can run up walls. And is this for kids anymore? Because it did not feel like a a kid movie. I I don't think it looked like kids. I I don't know that it is. I've definitely mentioned I'm not sure who this movie is for, (laughs) like what demographic you're targeting here. I think it's for people who are eight in 1997. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because some of them are still meant for kids. Like Lion King was still, you know, yeah, yeah. but this one looks like it's more for, you're right. Uh, it's the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's what know. it evoked to me. I, I don't actually feel like any of the remakes have really been for kids. Like as a person who has small children, my kid, what they can see of that Lion King movie is very controlled mm-hmm. because, you know, seeing it, and same thing for Beauty and the Beast. Like all of it becomes way more intimidating In when it's action. real. Yeah. So, you know, it is, and, and maybe I'm just really conscientious. I don't know, but. Can so. I have some wussy ass kids? Possibly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Alaska is only two. <laughs> yeah, uh, James Bond, which 
God, when the, I don't know what they're flying, like that hover, like look in the very beginning of the James Bond trailer, it's a, uh, I, I don't know how to, it's something Lynch or for Lashana Lynch, Lashana Lynch from uh, Captain Marvel. Hmm. She's playing uh, Monica. Well, I think she's playing the new 007. You were gonna say Monica Rambeau. Yeah, but she's, <laughs> play, she's playing the new 007, and then James Bond, and they're like some sort of crazy plane that doesn't look like it have an engine. It looks like it glides kind of, and then you know him just jumping off bridges, and I'm I'm, I'm super excited. For this movie, I know it's this has had a rough launch. Mm-hmm. We've talked it about it. Comes before. out pretty soon, like, like April, April, so like two months out. Yeah, that's like the next thing I'm really looking forward to. So. Yeah, I mean, look, there's not much you need for a Bond movie. It's like a good villain and like three good set pieces and stunts. That's yep. it. The only thing that made me nervous was this trailer was like, it will tie it all together. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, that does seem because they already tied it all. <laughs> yeah, together. <I> <laughs> We've already done. Like, that. don't make, don't make a bad movie because you want it to fit into this puzzle. Like, yeah. just make a good Bond movie. Yeah. But it's the 25th, so fingers crossed we get lucky and get a good one. Um, and I think that that's all the Super Bowl trailers. Then the, the last big trailer we want to talk about was the big one of the week, uh, Fast 9, the Fast Saga. Saga? Saga. Yeah, Saga. Uh, ridiculous. What did you guys think? It's it's insane. <laughs> I mean, yeah. first off, I, I know we talk about this every time one comes out, but it's insane that there are nine of these. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this franchise has survived for 20 years. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's really only grown. And it, it but, but it kind of survived after almost not surviving. Yeah. Because I, yeah. if, I don't think if Vin Diesel would have came back for that cameo at the end of Tokyo Drift, we'd still be watching. Yeah, that would Absolutely. be it. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But, I love Tokyo Drift, but yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. But man, like, I think this trailer has two really big spoilers in it, which is shocking. <laughs> I mean, what are they holding back if yeah. they showed those two things, yeah. you know? John Cena did say that he is not the villain of the film, so there's a maybe another character we don't know about. Well, Charlie's maybe he's saying Charlie. Yeah, Charlie's yeah. there and the puppet master. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I don't Do know. I love Charlize Theron as a puppet master? I mean, her haircut is somehow even worse than the last time. <laughs> Yeah, we learned that Dominic Toretto has a brother, played by a very full-headed of hair, John Cena. <laughs> yep. And that Han, apparently, is alive. Yep. And, uh, man, I would have loved for that to have happened in the movie theater. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a bummer that Jason Statham isn't in this one, because I really would want those two characters to yeah. interact. Yeah. You know, um... Yeah, this, I I mean, my, my prediction going into this is this is where they kill off the Paul Walker character. Yeah. You know. Uh, Why else would Jordana Brewster be in as much as she had? Well, is, and I just feel like, you know, they, these things are about very obvious themes. So if you're, inter- if you're introducing this brother who's not really Dominic's brother in it, then that guy has got to somehow be his fault that Dominic's real brother dies. Yeah. yeah. You know? Isn't the kid's name... Brian as well. The kid's name is yeah. Brian as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. family. I, I, I said in her group text, I swear to God, I thought there was a graphic in it that said, family is family. <laughs> but, but Ian pointed out that it is actually, family's not always blood or something like that. Our blood isn't always family. Yeah. It's all ridiculous but, bullshit. You were right. At I mean, one point, a car rides a broken suspension bridge or something. Correct. There's a, there's a plane with a magnet that picks up a car in midair. All, all fucking Tyrese's whole thing is, is you introduce some wacky technology and then he points it out oh we got a plane with a magnet on it now yeah oh we've got a coke can with a bomb in it oh we've got a computer with a dog on it like you know just whatever he just picks two yeah. things and it's tyrese I, the the main thing i'm worried most about this movie is where you've taken out jason statham where you know paul walker is of course gone 
uh, where you've taken out The Rock, it's just going to be a lot of fucking Vin Diesel and his diminishing ability to act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets worse by the year. See, like I said, I sent you guys that link. I think they're building 10 to be about Han, the struggle of Han. I think, like, Statham and The Rock come back in in the 10th one, and it's like Civil War. You got Dominic Coretto, you know, his crew, and with Han... And then, like, Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and Statham, and Luke Evans, and you bring back, you know, Helen... Wait, who's their mom? Helen Mirren? Uh, she's and, in this one, too. Yeah, and you do, like... And then you bring back Vanessa Kirby, and then you do a literally family versus family, because they're, you know, The <laughs> Rock backs... He's like, like, Vin Diesel had a beer with uh, Jason Statham at the end of 8, you know right. what I mean? So, like, I feel like that's where they're going. Sometimes family fights, fights and, family. And, and, and you can just lean into it, but... Yeah, yeah I, 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 think you're, I think you're probably right, because... Uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock can get over their problems if there's a big enough But can gap. Tyrese Check. and The Rock get over their problems? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tyrese... They could kill Tyrese in this Tyrese one. is gone. <laughs> Tyrese, they, they, can, they can get anybody to do Tyrese's, you yeah, know. I know. I don't know why he's the one who's in such an uproar, because if anyone is repa- replaceable in that franchise, mm. it's that guy. Yeah. It's him and, I hate to say it, but Ludacris, man. They just, like, they just don't... They've never, like, done anything since they introduced those characters in Fast 2 to enhance them whereas everybody else has really gotten a moment to shine now mind you like you said it's kind of like a soap opera they kill them all and then bring them back but... i mean they they definitely with this one have moved into my territory this is this is a soap opera you now. know what fuck it 10 bring back gal gadot yeah they're all back <laughs> bring I, them all back <laughs> here, here's here's what i think though going with that so we've already brought back multiple people from the dead right if you've done that, then you can. If we're that far into soap opera territory, you can you can kill off Paul Walker, and I'm saying that with the air quotes, and then bring him back with pat plastic surgery and recast him. That's how soap operas. Yeah, I, I think what you said though, I I think it would have worked so much better if it was John Cena was Paul Walker's brother. Absolutely. You said that in the text because he could be mad that like Vin Diesel has brought Paul Walker down. He was a cop, right? And all of a sudden he's a retired FBI on the run, agent, yeah. Right. The and then he's one. a retired on the run criminal. Like my brother would be pissed about that too, and like right. blaming Toretto. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would it would have worked so much better. Yeah. So yeah. I can't believe we're getting a ninth one of these. I, you know what? Vin, Di- well, Vin Diesel and John Cena cannot be brothers. Their heads are such different sizes. <laughs> it's unrealistic. <laughs> well, I mean, and also, I think I think this really is a worrisome thing for the popularity of uh, of uh, Fast and the Furious because I think a big part of their popularity is that no one really can tell what ethnicity Vin Diesel is. Like, I can remember my days back in the life, like... A movie come out and you could sit in the box office and you could profile as people were walking mm-hmm. up. You could say that person's going to see this, that person to see that. You could never pick it out with a uh, with a uh, Fast and the Furious because fucking everybody came to that. Mm-hmm. But now we know Vin Diesel is at least partially white, so we like. I think that narrows shit down a little. Man, do you think he's the sister of Mia? Like, is it like a half brother kind of thing? Yeah, you would have thought like when Mia and Brian are talking all, the entire first film, she would have been, oh, no, I have another brother who's just gone nothing. There's right. nothing about him. Right. And it's, it's He's not adopted. It's, Again, that's some shit that happens yeah. on soap operas. Yeah. It's a soap opera. Yeah. So that's and, and that's the news. Fantastic. Uh, well, join us a little bit later this week, four days after the Super Bowl, for a very topical episode on uh, football movies. You know, in general, we all love a good sports movie, and there's nothing more American goddamn talk football. about Adam Sandler? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow Adam Sandler was Twice. a pro football quarterback. <laughs> anyway, 
Twice. Uh, yeah. so, so join us a little bit later this week for that. Uh, in the meantime, thank you guys for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later. <laughs> <laughs>